welcome to the third episode of Ohio Tokes. Thank you for joining us. And we're back again with Jennifer from Ohio Marijuana Card to talk about some more Ohio laws, federal laws in relationship to medical marijuana. The more I find out, the more I realize uh, I didn't know. So there is a lot to consider when getting your medical marijuana card. But good news is that um, you can get your um, 90-day medical marijuana card at a reduced rate so you can take it for a test drive before you buy. And visit Ohio Marijuana Card to schedule your appointment today. Thank you so much, Jennifer, for joining us today. Yeah, Um, thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. So I was curious, like, I was thinking about it. Like, so if you go to the dispensary... Mm -hmm. And you um, buy, let's say you buy flour, right? Mm-hmm. And your your intent, like you go vape it. Yeah. But like some people I know like to convert it to edibles. Is that sure. that is that not possible because you're changing the, you know, it's kind of like that whole, you, you've changed the format in which it was delivered and now you've committed some sort of a crime. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. based on Ohio law. Um, as far as I know, that's not, that's not a thing. Like, because okay. yeah. it kind of. For a while, they were reviewing CBD like that. Right. Uh, they still had it as a class one. And I don't know when that changed, but it wasn't that long ago. If it, Did they that, change? The CBD being class one? Is mm-hmm. that what you... Yeah. Um, so that changed it when the... Um, in 2018 with the farm Farm bill yeah that basically it made it legal for um states to start developing their own programs to regulate um uh, commercial cultivation of hemp Mm -hmm. and its derivatives and so now uh anything that comes from hemp which is um 0.3 percent thc or less is not considered class one it's not considered like it's not a controlled substance um but there's not really a regulating body uh it it was kind of left to the fda just to start regulating cbd but they are not like they they are (laughs) but they but they aren't If that makes any sense. No, it doesn't. And and CBD was one of those things that was very confusing because prior to 2018, you know, obviously all these um, CBD sales, MLMs, you know, all these multi-level marketing groups started popping up and um, different states and some states it was legal and some states it wasn't. And Ohio was one of those ones where it was still a class one here. And And I was thinking about, you know, selling cbd and then i was like no way <laughs> i'm not doing that because you know if you get caught with a bottle of cbd it's pretty low amount and sure. um, i was seeing during that time though i was seeing grocery stores carrying it and you're like okay so they're doing it as a class one do they mm-hmm. know that they're a class one or are they just like nobody cares at this point i, I it was really weird that you could see that much um conflicting information about a product that has virtually no THC in it at all. Yeah. Um, It was very much a turn the other cheek sort of um, situation with a lot of the States for a while until they kind of got their own, like figured out their own laws, like the federal law, you know, in that instance with hemp, the federal laws um, were 
ahead of the state laws, but the federal laws also did not take into consideration this huge boom in the wellness industry. Um, you know, hemp is, you know, an excellent product for so many other reasons. <laughs> right. <laughs> like it's great for building materials and fuel and, you know, all kinds of other, it has a million other uses. Uh, textiles is a huge industry with hemp um but um you know people were like oh we can also extract cbd and uh you know this is a huge wellness product now and um so hemp the plant is regulated under the usda but hemp uh, cbd the hemp derivative has to be you know regulated under the fda uh, but the thing is, the FDA is struggling to come up with ways to regulate and find like final rules about hemp um, just because they um, like, I'm sorry, about CBD, uh, just because, oh God, this is so complicated too. <laughs> I know. Like, it's because um, CBD is already used in a medication that has been approved by the FDA called uh, Epidolex, Epidolex, something like that. Um, it's for seizures um, and certain forms of like really severe forms of epilepsy. Mm. Um, and so CBD is like the main active ingredient in that drug. And because it's already in a drug, then it can't be regulated as not a drug. But it's Jeez. also like not technically a drug when you're buying it like in the grocery store. <laughs> right. <laughs> no. Right. Well, I mean, yeah. I guess, I mean, it depends on what your definition of drugs are. I mean, if you think about it, painkillers, uh, aspirin, as you know, that kind of stuff is regulated. I'm sure under mm -hmm. some drug classification. Yes. It's, so, and it's over the counter. So I, I guess that's the thing is like, okay, so they're making this a class one and you can go into the grocery store and buy it. That seems a bit crazy to be, you know, like you said, they're turning a blind eye to it. But again, like we've talked about, if they had an issue with you personally, they could make it a thing. You know what I mean? Like if you, if they decide they don't like you for some reason and you just happen to have CBD in your house you know, or yeah. whatever, your and car. Enforcement is really subjective, yeah. definitely. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure and you know, this is this is my failure for not really knowing, like always staying up to date, but I'm pretty sure that the FDA did come up with a final rule for regulating hemp, um, and C I mean regulating C B D products, um, that basically like said we're gonna keep pursuing this or you know we're going to keep working on figuring out how to do this <laughs> that was like, kind right. of like their final decision is that they don't still don't really have a decision um but then also um you know states have like basically states are also recognizing the federal deregulation uh for the most part they you know and they as as they develop their own um right. hemp, hemp programs um for their state then they are also kind of starting to recognize the deregulation of CBD or the deregulation of hemp derivatives as well. I mean, you know, 
I just think like everything the government touches turns to a shit show. I mean, <laughs> honestly, like it, they don't they don't make anything. They're not in business. They don't they you know, most of these people have never owned a business, operated a business. They have no concept of of life as the layperson. You know what I mean? And 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 then all they seem to do is stand in the way of people who do know how to make things and want to have businesses and create things, you know, like they just seem to make everything way more convoluted and ridiculous. And then when you go to them and say, Hey, I thought you're supposed to sort this out. No, nah, we don't really do that. This is so complicated. That's why I thought well, we need a podcast. Yeah, sure. Nobody, nobody can understand what's going on. And then, um, you know, ignorance is no defense in court. Right. Well, I don't know. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, like, there there are definitely, like, there's an awful lot of confusion, particularly with, like, actually, at this point, hemp is more confusing than marijuana is. Um, Like, marijuana, like, marijuana is confusing. The laws, considering, like, the conflict between the federal court, the federal, you know, laws and state laws. But hemp is, like, one of those things where it's, like, it's been declassified and so nobody really cares enough about it to like really make it an emergency to enforce any laws. But then also like there are each state still has its own laws and you know, uh, it's also still confused. Like people don't understand that hemp is not marijuana. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know, yeah, definitely education, uh, needs to, needs to happen. And, and I, to your point about the, the federal government coming in and making everything convoluted, I, I like, yes, you know, that definitely when the federal government or any, you know, state governments, you know, it's always a complicated situation. Um, when, you know, you've got, uh, as many people uh, with as many different viewpoints, we're all kind of, uh, you know, coming together here. When right. you've got that situation, then of course it's going to be complicated. Uh, it's just one of the things about, you know, the federal government trying to trying to figure out how they're regulating, um, particularly CBD at this point. Um, is it's kind of the wild west. You've got a lot of companies though that are taking advantage of the lack of knowledge that we have um, Mm -hmm. and taking advantage of the fact that most of us don't even know what the difference between CBD and THC is. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, you know, the, the it's, there are some really seedy shady things happening in, you know, there's always shadiness in the wellness industry, right? Like every, every industry, wellness in, in many ways is synonymous with snake oil. Right. right? True. Um, so, you know, we've got the FDA out here trying to figure out how to protect people from taking products that could be uh, tainted with, uh, you know, toxins because hemp is such a bio accumulator, like it soaks up everything in the environment. So like if the hemp wasn't grown properly or if it was grown in contaminated soil, uh, mm-hmm. the CBD is going to have those contaminants uh, in a concentrated form. And so, you know, the, the FDA is just doing its best to protect people from expo- getting exposed to toxins and wasting their money on products that are completely mislabeled um and deceptively labeled so uh, you yeah know, i mean it's, it's complicated yeah. 
Because not only do you have the government like doing, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying the government's omniscient, right? Like, (laughs) or omniscient, um, right? Like they they have, uh, you know, their own ulterior motives as well, and we could get it. You know, that's for another podcast. However, um, you know, it's it's very it's extra complicated when you have uh, the government trying to protect people, people wanting to be protected, and then companies going after the cash right yeah i know well and that's what i mean it's like you've got there's so many layers of i I don't know there's stuff that's truly beneficial that the Mm -hmm. fda won't approve because they've been they've been you know contaminated with pharmaceutical money and then like you said there's the people that are just peddling anything that's potentially not for your wellness that, Mm -hmm. you know, has all kinds of side effects, like these weight loss supplements and stuff that are truly damaging again, that say not approved by the FDA. Well, so does a lot of things that are fine say not approved by the FDA, you know, so that, that, that rating, whether it's approved or not approved by the FDA has significantly uh, decreased in, um, what do you want to say? Uh, credibility over the years because people are just blowing it off now. Yeah. And then, you know, they could be, seriously taking something bad for them but but it's still out there it's still for sale right you know so it's kind of everything's buyer beware all the time and yeah well and that's why that's why honestly having a marijuana card through the state is is one of the best things that you can do to you know participate in this awesome amazing plant medicine that right. we are, right. love so much uh without and, and know that you're protected because um you know this is being monitored and and you know the products are being very carefully regulated um, and yes, of course, again, I'm not saying that there, there are zero ulterior motives in state government versus federal government, but, um, it's less, it's less convoluted because it's closer to the community in which it helps. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like everything yeah. is grown in Ohio. Uh, and most of the companies, uh, that are producing the products are based in Ohio and they're, you know, they're manufactured in Ohio. And so, you know, like CBD, like Ohio marijuana dispensaries sell mm-hmm. CBD products and you know that those products are safe because yeah. they have been tested and they've been regulated and monitored. So, well, I um, even tried to get on the Ohio medical marijuana control I'm on their email, but I'm mm-hmm. trying to get on to their meetings and stuff. And mm-hmm. they have a habit of sending out a link to their meetings like five minutes before they start. And mm-hmm. you're like, okay, well, I would have liked to got on there. But but I've never honestly seen anything on here that is of much value. Like the way they've got it <laughs> structured. I mean, it tells you, you know, so many people got licenses and all that kind of stuff, like more from that standpoint. But as a consumer um, – there's not a lot of valuable information, which I think is, again, another reason that you and I joining together and making an educational podcast for people who have a serious, um, you know, interest in learning about medical marijuana and using medical marijuana is yeah. probably the best thing that's out there at the moment for the state of Ohio. Uh, your website, obviously, is yeah extremely valuable and I you know drive people there every day to get um what's really happening and in, in you know in terms of 
um, the laws and obviously you're a, a wealth of information, which I appreciate <laughs> greatly. Um, yeah, because it is so confusing and, and not to talk about all the negatives. I mean, there's a lot of positives that are happening and I think just trying to figure out how, you know, um, like you said, the new conditions that just came through that we yeah. were going to talk about um, that allow people to go and qualify now for a car. Yeah. I mean, and, and so that's the thing, like, I know that, like, it's, it's, it's difficult, and actually, you know, it makes my job a little more frustrating, because, you know, I, my job, part of my job is to kind of build the website content, right, to, uh, for, for, you know, our services to make sure that people understand, uh, medical marijuana and how it works in Ohio. And um, it's really important to me, uh, even on a personal level, uh, because I really think that cannabis has the potential, like if, if we understood how to use plant medicine better, mm-hmm. um, you know, cannabis has the potential to uh, improve quality of life for so many people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, like every day I just get so frustrated with, with like, I'll see, you know, a new headline that comes out talking about, you know, what a, a difficult program Ohio is um, and, you know, how challenging it is, you know, getting, using, um, finding medical marijuana in Ohio. Um, and, and I feel like that's misinformation for people who are, interested in using medical marijuana in Ohio. Like most of the people that I talk to are incredibly satisfied. <laughs> like, right. like, like, yes, it's more expensive than we would like it to be. And yes, we probably have to drive a little bit further than we want to, but there are so many products available and it's so simple to get a marijuana card. Right. And, and like, even like, you know, there's like the, the headlines about the limits being a pain for people to navigate. Mm-hmm. Um, That's what I was wondering is the point system seems a little yeah. complicated and all that. But It yeah. does. It is. It is. It's to be honest, it's overly complicated to the point where I don't really entirely understand the program either um, right. when it comes to the point system. However, I, one thing that I can say, and, and, you know, I have multiple sclerosis. My symptoms are kind of mild Um and I would say that this may not apply to people who have really severe symptoms, like cancer patients, um, who also can get a, a, a waiver, like they can get more medical marijuana than um, the stand, what is stand, like the standard recommendation comes with. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I like a one day supply, what they consider a one, like one unit (laughs) of supply, like one day. Um, it lasts me for about three weeks. Wow. So like it, like, and I'm not a big stoner, (laughs) right? I, I use, I like really like specifically use medical marijuana for my symptoms, um, to manage them. And, um, my symptoms are mild, but well, you yeah. know, but like I can use medical marijuana <laughs> in right. a way that like it like I never run out. It's I believe like the standard um the standard 
like regular, you know, THC content, like what most, let's just like to look at flour, for example, um, what most flour is, uh, you know, it's a one day dose for like a 10th of an ounce. Okay. Like 0.23 grams or two, three grams uh, point. I don't know. It's a 10th of an ounce. <laughs> basically. Right. So like, like the standard flour is a one day dose. That's like 10th of an ounce. And that, and it's very, it's strong. Like I can, mm-hmm. you know, I get products that are like 20, 22% THC and, um, you know, one day dose and it'll last me at least a couple of weeks. Mm. Um, and, and, so, and ballparkish, what does that cost? Um, you know, between 40 and $50 for, for like a, you know, a container full of. For two weeks. You know, yeah. Yeah, and it, like I said, it lasts me about two weeks. And, you know, it's classified as a one-day dose. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, you know. Well. And again, if, yeah, you know, if you if you use a lot, if you need a lot, then, you know, if you have more se- severe symptoms, you know, it's probably the way it's classified is probably about right to manage it. Like, it, it like mm-hmm. I can't imagine anybody needing more. Right. Um, Ohio did just add three more conditions um, to its list of qualifying conditions. Um, So now we're up to like 25, I believe. Um, So Huntington's disease is one. Um, That's a neurological disorder uh, that can lead to some really um, complicating symptoms. Um, also terminal illness. So basically anything that, uh, you know, un- if you've been unfortunately diagnosed with something that, you know, mm. is is going to end your life, um, then, you know, obviously it seems like you should be able to have anything you want at that point. Exactly. <laughs> but- My point. You should be able to have acid or anything. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. So, which actually in Canada, they have, uh, they have allowed, um, they are doing like um, exemptions uh, for psychedelics mm-hmm. for people who have been diagnosed with terminal illness. Um, so yeah. I think that's very interesting. But a- anyway, so yeah, terminal illness is also on the list. And then also spasticity, um, mm-hmm. which is basically like, muscle spasms and those can be caused you know by a number of different well just like you know spasticity is is just kind of on there in general so that you don't have to be (laughs) like you know if if they listed every condition that causes spasticity you know it'd be like a million different things i was gonna say that's kind of a lot of things or everything and give it the blanket spasticity is qualified qualifies for treatment so I think don't we all have a terminal illness? So really, I mean, some <laughs> sums are just more imminent than others. But I mean, it's we've got a hundred percent guarantee that we're all not going to make it out of here alive. So at that point, I think it is yes. like yeah, whatever. You know, you should be able to do what you want as an adult within you know the safety uh, constraints of not harming other people. You should be able to do what you want. With the conditions that you added, um, you said, obviously, it's super easy to get a card. Yeah. So you want to go through. I mean, we talked a little bit how to get a card, but I think I will talk about how to get a card every day because it's like it's like it's 
like my, my daughter you know the um yeah the progressive commercial where there are oh, uh, yeah. it's like fran and like she's everybody the else they're at the beach, at the beach. Yes. and then like people on the beach are like i wish i knew how to i right. could get cheaper insurance maybe like right. a bundled deal and like fran can't help it she's like there she's got her right. apron on she's like okay i'm gonna talk about insurance right <laughs> before That's that they're you. like i'm not gonna talk about insurance i'm on vacation but like i will talk about how easy it is to get your medical <laughs> marijuana card every single day because I it's just so frustrating that people like that I, like we're fighting uh, we're you know fighting everybody trying to get the information out and make sure that everybody understands how easy it is and understands that it's actually le- like marijuana cannabis is legitimate medicine it's it's super easy to get uh, a medical marijuana card I mean you know uh, the most common condition that most of our patients uh, come to us with is chronic pain. Mm-hmm. Um, who, like who doesn't have chronic pain, right? <laughs> yeah, especially at, at a certain point in life. You're just yeah, like, right? Like, yeah. I mean, you know, 30 hits and it's just like... 30? Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> right. I Like, actually, I remember... I remember hearing uh stories from from my friends about like man i hit 40 and all of a sudden my body started falling apart and i was like yeah right it's just you know in your head Mm -hmm. and and like on my 40th birthday (laughs) (laughs) i woke up and my hips were like killing me and i could hardly move <laughs> like, like, what like, is going uh, on? Yeah, uh, like I just remember, like, like the pain came, <laughs> and it yeah. has gone away. <laughs> well, or and even, yeah, exactly. Even yeah. um the wear and tear of life, or you just have had an accident or some other yeah. situation that was beyond your control. And uh, I was just going to say, a lot of us think about our pain, and we're like, oh, well, you know, it's not that bad, right? right. Like, it's no, no big deal. Mm-hmm. But like also like pain is distracting, right? Like you mm-hmm. it takes it takes mental energy to ignore that pain. And so mm-hmm. yes, we ignore it and we block it out and and you know, we think well it's not that bad, but also like it's affecting your life. <laughs> like if you have is, pain yeah. that's on a constant level or that comes back all the time or like comes with an activity that you do, Mm-hmm. It's, you know it's affecting your life and so if you have that situation you can talk to uh, one of our doctors at mm-hmm. Ohio Marijuana Card and and tell them you know this is this is the the issue that I'm having with pain mm-hmm. um, and and they might be able to help you yeah I mean and I and I'm 100% because I, I support the pain management um, a side of it, uh, especially if you have one of those oddities like fibromyalgia or something mm-hmm. like that, uh, neuropathy or, um, yeah, THC actually has been shown, has shown proven to be like in research has shown, like they've seen that it is pretty effective for nerve pain specifically. It is. And that's, you know, the exact situation that I had and um have I guess whatever I'm I try to speak things as if they're not happening had like they're over with (laughs) I'm willing it to be done but um but it does help immensely like keep it the thing about pain is and I've made this mistake before is you you don't like you said you don't deal with it you try to push through but then you get to a point where 
you can't. And at that point it's, it's severe and it's way harder to manage. So Mm -hmm. you almost have to stay ahead of it. And then you're like, Oh, I'm feeling good today. I don't need to take this. Well, you kind of do need to take it. So that way you continue to feel good. Right. Like, yeah. And it it is distracting. I mean, I've wasted entire days on, Mm -hmm. on pain, just, you know, life, you just wake up and you're like, Oh, well, my day's ruined now, you know? So yeah. Yeah. Well, and like, and there have been some studies that show that, um, people who like, you know, how you normally like, like one of the big stigmas associated with using marijuana is, you know, dirty hippies, like people who are lazy, um, uh, you know, getting the munch. Like I've heard people talk about how they don't want to use medical marijuana because they don't want to get fat. They're afraid they're going to have the munchies and, you know, eat all the time. I'm Um, the opposite. I don't want to eat. There are some studies that indicate though, that um, people who are regular cannabis users um, are more physically active and mm-hmm. also less obese. It's true. Um, it's so true. And I and I look back at the times when I lived in places that it was allowed. You're allowed to, you know, like have it. You're just more, like you said, you're more active. You don't sit around. You. Um, it was an appetite suppressant for me, where some people, you know, would, yeah. I mean, it's it, just, it's easier to get out of your head. There are definitely some strains that are appetite suppressants. And stress. Yeah. The biggest thing that causes people to get that is stress and the cortisol levels around your midsection or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think when you have the, um, the THC, it's a stress inhibitor. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it helps fight that cortisol rush in your body. I'm not a doctor. I'm just saying that's what I've read and that's what I tend to feel in my my own personal experience but um, it it just depends different strains uh you know uh have different effects um on different people so what is your um preferred strain um you know I have several uh that I use uh, throughout the day so like um in the morning I wake up and I use uh, wanna gummies that are five to one CBD to THC, mm-hmm. um, and um, there's no, they're not a specific strain. They're just sativa um, gummies, and and then I'll also you know use some um, high CBD. Like I'll I'll use a high CBD vape um, that has like a higher CBD and lower THC content mm-hmm. um i think right now i'm i have like lemon something or other <laughs> from the right. botanist um and then um you know can you get the cbd at the dispensary or is that another place you get you yeah. The bot- yeah okay yeah yeah the dispensaries sell products that are you know very high in cbd too that's the other thing you don't have to just like you don't like you if people who are worried about impairment or drug uh, testing at work or something, right? Well, now drug testing—that's a different story because the drug tests can be sensitive, and and the oh, products okay. at the products at dispensaries are derived from marijuana. They're not okay. They do from, have some THC, whereas they do the have some THC. Yes. Whereas the grocery store CBD doesn't usually. Yeah. 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 The, like as long as yeah, as long as the extraction process and the certificate, uh, like the testing process, was accurate with the products in the grocery stores, then they don't have any THC. Okay. Um, or it's so negligible that it's not going to do anything. Um, 
but but the products at dispensaries that are high in CBD and low in THC, they the like the CBD can counteract some of the impairment that comes with THC. Hmm. So I did like, not know that. Yeah. So like you can get very like products that are much higher in THC or I'm sorry, much higher in CBD um, and like not be particularly impaired, Um, which, Mm -hmm. again, it's different for everybody. Some people are more sensitive to THC than others. Like, Well, that's what I was going to say. Is your tolerance gone up since you've been using it or does it stay pretty consistent? Uh, My my tolerance has gone up like um, I have. Uh, been able to actually like in the beginning like you have to go and this is what we tell everybody you have to go low start Mm -hmm. low start low and go slow uh Mm -hmm. as far as like you know kind of building up your tolerance to um be able to use products that are kind of at a more therapeutic level Mm. um so in the beginning i uh struggled like i couldn't I like I could only take even with the 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 gummies that are like five to one CBD to THC I had to take like half a gummy and it would like hit my pain but not your brain enough (laughs) (laughs) not quite enough because and then because like I would get too impaired if I took a whole gummy Mm -hmm. but a whole gummy is like the sweet spot for my pain right so, you know, it took me about a month of taking gummies, like, like taking the gummies on like half of a gummy at a t- like for a month, um, like to kind of build that tolerance. And then I was able to start taking like the whole gummy and, and get like that mm. awesome sweet spot for the, for the pain without feeling impaired. Have you ever, um, I mean, I know I have, have you ever accidentally taken too much and oh like, sure <laughs> been, been been so high that you thought you were gonna die yeah absolutely uh which you know we won't get into those days of my life <laughs> <laughs> but i but, mean it happens like you said if you don't go low and slow um people are like ah you know i can deal with you know whatever they're used yeah. to taking in forms of pharmaceutical i can take three of these or whatever and then they're you know, completely like, yeah, the first time I ever took an edible, I, I made that mistake too. I was like, mm-hmm. you know, I've been using cannabis my whole life. <laughs> I can, I can right. eat this whole gummy. And, and I, let me tell you if I wasn't already very experienced with cannabis and didn't know that those feelings would go away quickly. Mm. Um, you know, there were definitely a couple of points where it was like, am I dying? I might be right. dying. I think mm-hmm. I'm dying. <laughs> That happened to me once. That happened to me. Well, I say once. It's happened to me more than once. But it's usually um, on the edibles because yeah. you, you got to be careful with you those. Can, you do, and they, your body definitely processes them different. It mm-hmm. takes them longer to kick in, maybe an hour and a half, even. Yeah, and, well, that's the real problem, right? Is like yeah. you take it and you don't feel anything, so it's like, oh, well, this isn't doing anything. I need to take more, <laughs> right? And then you take more, and it's like, oh gosh, now I'm I'm gonna die now. So, yeah, I've I've taken too much myself, and yes, um, so it, it is quite a um, interesting experience. Now, I've read that no one's died from such incidences. You just feel 
a little weird for a while and then it wears off like yeah um there are like with edibles because of the way they are processed through your system and the fact that they are more synthetically derived than like um you know just um like you know just using flour Mm -hmm. um there is a little bit of risk um and 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 you know this they don't know if this is more associated with with the anxiety that it induces or if it's actually the the product itself there is a little more risk um of of like developing like you know um heart problem well not heart like long-term heart problems but like i i think they have found in a cup a few instances that people have had like cardiac arrest oh yeah um with edibles but like like also it like the question is is it due to the panic that people experience because they've gotten too high and they don't understand what's happening or the blood pressure goes up you know right so like like and it's they've definitely been um edibles particularly definitely can elevate your heart rate um Mm. and they can elevate your blood pressure so like if you have a heart problem you should talk to your doctor or at least to talk to one of our marijuana doctors who understands the way marijuana acts within your system like if you have a heart problem you should definitely talk to a doctor about which products to use and how to use them wow good to know because it does it does give you the i'm having an anxiety attack feeling and Mm -hmm. then you're like oh you know just talk yourself off the ledge but um i have read that um eating things that are acidic Mm -hmm. like you know if that happens like ingesting thing acid like fruit like lemon you know whatever lemon stuff acidic stuff will um help yeah the edge off that will help take the edge off also um black pepper oh yeah or like you know you know know, putting some pepper like eating some food that's heavy on Mm -hmm. pepper really what it comes down to is any ritual that takes the focus off of just distract yourself yeah like i mean you know put a good movie on (laughs) and you'll be fine in a couple hours i'm one of that i'm one of those people though that i cannot sit still i'm like i gotta go to the gym i gotta go walk i gotta do something to like you know what moving whatever you feel good that's what you do man (laughs) if it it feels good do it whatever makes you feel good uh it's really important to just get educated and i think that if like i mean here's the thing um you know according to uh pew uh they did a recent study um and and basically their their study like they did a survey in 2018 that was in and they concluded that like two-thirds of the country two-thirds of americans think that marijuana should be legal in some way Mm -hmm. either recreationally or medicinally um and then recently they did another study the same survey indicated that now 90 percent of americans believe that marijuana should be legalized in some way shape or form mm-hmm. there are currently only three states in the country that 
have marijuana completely criminalized still. Every state has either come up with a medical marijuana program, an adult use marijuana program, both, and they, and, and have, or they, and, or they have decriminalized marijuana possession. Um, And so really what it comes down to is that the sentiment, popular opinion, indicates that like, like marijuana cannabis should be legal and is fine and there's nothing wrong with it however or at least at the very least you know there's nothing wrong with using it medicinally um right i and i you know but I, people are still afraid to talk about it and they are. <laughs> like we still can't talk about it in the context that this is okay this is legitimate this is not something you should be ashamed of you know, right. like the headlines in uh, in Ohio are all about like how difficult the marijuana program is. Guess what? It's not actually that difficult. It's very easy. <laughs> and then like, you know, within, you know, a few clicks of the button and about 20 minutes of your time, you could have a marijuana card and be getting medical marijuana legally from a dispensary. Yeah, that part's the easy part for sure. And yeah. I think that... um I think when probably when people are referring to it being hard is like all the other ancillary things that we've been discussing, like, you know, but, but again, like you said, education is the best thing. And that's what we're trying to do is to educate people here with this podcast and just hopefully encourage people to understand that the stigma Mm -hmm. is, you know, false. (laughs) It's false. It's been false for a long time. And, The, the benefits. What, your parents probably used marijuana. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, your grandparents. Probably, your grandparents, probably grandma it. and grandpa probably at least tried ma- marijuana and are likely considering using medical marijuana now. So well, that's the fastest growing category I, I <laughs> yeah. read yeah. is seniors and women. That like for women, cannabis is especially hard for women. And it's because like we're expected to just be able to like like even if you don't have children it's almost like women in general because you're a woman you're expected to be like ready to jump to caring for somebody if they need it right right (laughs) right so um you know women have like there's a lot more stigma for women using marijuana than men um and and so i think you know the, the fact that you know um it's women for women like women being a, a fast growing population of people using mar- medical marijuana um that makes absolute sense because you know we're finally kind of starting to recognize that you know that stigma is not real like you you can still <laughs> like like if you need to jump to caring for somebody you probably can still do that <laughs> and right. also you know by the way it's it's okay to have breasts and use marijuana <laughs> you know, so. but I think like women you know if anything medical marijuana like you said um can is more beneficial as opposed to pain management tools um because medically you don't have those side effects you can like function and go about your day and still feel good enough to take care of your family if that's what you have to do through the course of your day or still 
you know, doing CBD to be able to drive your car or whatever, you know, so. Yeah, I don't... Well, and, you know, I mean, the way uh, cannabis works in your system, uh, you know, it, it works on a multi-systemic level. So, um, you know, it covers lots of issues all at once. Hmm. I um, like that. You know. It, yeah, I like that idea, especially if you're um, looking for all natural alternatives. Yeah. I think that's like the best and not having any of the you know, this may cause anal leakage or whatever the side effects are from. Right. Have you, have you yeah, if your urine commercials? looks like coffee grounds, contact the right. doctor immediately. Like, right. oh my god, <laughs> that <laughs> one, that one was the best one. The <laughs> anal leakage. I was like, yeah, that sounds like something you don't want to try right there. I think it was that. Uh, was that Olestra? I mean, there was some sort of product that they were putting on. Yeah. Food like uh wait you know <laughs> on food yeah it was like chips or something like because <laughs> anal leakage I'm yeah <laughs> and you're like oh and then i hear that on you know the big every pharmaceutical ad has a litany of things that could go wrong and you just think well why would anyone sign up for that like to fix right. one minor issue let's yeah. try something else let's uh-huh. go with medical marijuana instead and see how that fits yeah yeah yeah, yeah um yeah. Well, thanks. I appreciate your time. It's always fun talking to you. And I love answering questions about mar- marijuana. Like, like I said, I'm like, uh, I'm like Fran from. Uh, <laughs> That's so funny. That's a perfect analogy for you. And, um, <laughs> I can see. I can totally see that. You're like, yeah. hmm, you're like. Somebody, I hear somebody is like cannabis. I'm like, oh, let me tell you. <laughs> Did I hear cannabis? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have a back pain with side effects. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, that's so funny. Well, of course, people can find you at OhioMarijuanaCard.com. That is and correct. Do you have any? Um, I guess specials coming up um you know what we have we have pop-ups coming up on our website every single day um but we also offer discounts for veterans and people on ssi um and then also like the big like and we have we have like bundle deals where like if you buy your evaluation and your and next year's renewal at the same time you get big discounts um if you need a ptsd evaluation like if you need a ptsd diagnosis um we also do bundle deals where you can um talk to our therapist and then also get your marijuana card um and and it's discounted um and then also like the big exciting at least for me the big exciting thing is that um right now we're running a deal where um if you're not sure if medical marijuana is right for you and you're not ready to make the full investment um you can get a 90-day recommendation for 90 dollars Wow. A dollar a day. Yeah. A dollar a day uh, keeps the doctor away or something like that. Keeps the pain away. Keeps the pain away. Yeah, exactly. Keeps the pain away. A dollar a day keeps it away. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, $90 for 90 days, uh, you, you know, so for 90 days, you can visit the dispensary Mm. and test out all their products to see if something is right for you. I think I'm going to try it. I I think you sold me because... I tell you, I mean, you know, $90 is basically one trip to the chiropractor for me. Mm -hmm. I mean, and and that's every, I have to go sometimes one or two times a week. So um, that sounds like a a heck of a bargain for me. I'm going to try that. Yeah. So that, and then also, you know, for the whole time that your card is valid through us, 
Um, you have unlimited follow-up appointments available. Our patient support is there six days a week. They know better than I do. They're like experts in the whole, in all of it. I like that. Um, it couldn't be any faster and easier though. It sounds like, especially yeah, no, with, no, um, especially with, simple. yeah, especially with your um, telemed appointments. That's like yeah. the best. Yeah. Yeah. And like most, most of your, most of your medical records, most people can get like most, um, like medical services in Ohio, uh, like use some sort of like my chart or whatever mm-hmm. now where you can get your medical records online. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, you just have your medical records online and like, like everything happens online and it, it really, it takes like a half hour to do all of it, like from start to finish. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Appreciate it again. You're always. Welcome. Thanks for having so, me. Yes. And um, we'll look forward to connecting next week. Thank you so much for tuning in with us at Ohio Tokes with Jennifer Betts from OhioMarijuanaCard.com. You can also check out OhioTokes.com. Plenty of gift items there for the marijuana enthusiasts in your life, whether they are Buckeyes of origin or their transplants. Everyone loves their Ohio swag. So please check us out at OhioTokes.com. And of course, visit OhioMarijuanaCard.com to schedule your appointment today.